0: super talk mississippi media production
1: this is rebecca turner and thank you for listening to the good things podcast here on super talk mississippi
2: this show was previously recorded it's mississippi's radio happy hour
0: you're listening to good things with rebecca turner
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. And Good Things wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're going to find out more about our guest who's joining us today, Miss Emily Moore. She is an author of Words Are Like Magic. and It's a book of rhymes on what to say to your pregnant friend, your single friend, and other friends counting on you to show up. And Welcome, Emily. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Oh, this is fun. Okay. So I actually got word of your book because you wrote it about a year or so ago. Yeah. And it kind of exploded when it first came out in the best way possible. Yeah. Which is always a good thing. <laughs> and I love it because I feel like words are so important. I think they, obviously the Bible tells us that words have the ability to, you know, um, they're like life or death is in the power is in the tongue. And I don't think often we realize how much our words mean to to those around us. Okay, so take us back. I guess it would be way longer than a year ago. What inspired you, Emily, to, to create this book?
3: Yeah, so uh, Words Like Magic was written because th- there's a story at the beginning that is a specific instance that kind of inspired it, but it's actually several experiences where a friends that were going through hard times um, with things that maybe I hadn't experienced personally, and I just never knew what to say or how to be there for them. And through conversations of just learning that, like, they needed to hear something from me to know that I was there. Um, And so the the story at the beginning of the book uh, talks about a friend who had a miscarriage. And she was kind of expressing her frustration to me with, like, I just feel like everyone is silent. Like, nobody's saying anything. And I think it's because they don't know, like, what to say. And they're so scared they're going to say the wrong thing. So they don't say anything. But, like, that hurts, too. And that leaves people feeling... Maybe unseen um, or ignored or just lonely. And so I kind of wanted to put this book together um, with just ideas for people of like ways that you can say something to friends going through things that are really hard and that can be awkward to openly talk about, um, especially when you haven't experienced it before and you can't say, like, I understand because you don't, you know? And so, right. but you want to say something. Um, so this book um, is actually written with real women's experiences kind of backing the poems. It's a, a book of short poems. They're very whimsical, very sh- – I mean, they're not like deep, deep poetry. <laughs> they're, it's more rhymes uh, than anything else. But I i approached Kristen Lay, who's the illustrator, who has Thimble Press here in Jackson um, and is a rock star. Uh, I approached her about the book, and she loved the idea of it and asked her if she would illustrate it. She said, yes, she was in. And so we thought, well, let's post and just tell people we're working on this project and we want to hear their experiences of times where they've gone through something and someone either said something hurtful or didn't show up and they wish they would have and what they would have preferred them say or do instead. And so she and I both just posted on our you know, personal platforms and we got a ton of feedback with stories of women who have gone through um, miscarriages or are battling infertility, struggling with depression, going through divorce, um, singleness, just all kind of stuff where people just say things that come across the wrong way. And then they told us, "Here's what I wish they would have said." And so we took those stories, and I spent several months going through them and turning them into these little poems. And then I gave them to Kristen, and we talked about kind of what the poems could mean to people and illustration ideas. But then, really, she kind of took the liberty and, and made the illustrations, which I think bring the poems to life. It um, oh, it's a beautifully done how, book. Yeah, for see, sure the the illustrations really do add so much to it um just to kind of show the feel and kind of what those seasons can look and feel like and Um, And that's kind of how it came to be. You know, Emily, I think we've
1: all been there too a a moment of transition or maybe, you know, a fork in the road for ourselves in our lives or just going through a different phase. I mean, talking about pregnancy. And I think every pregnant woman, at least for that, knows that they've had someone to say something that made them roll their eyes or maybe, you know, whatever it may be. And you just kind of move on. People love to
3: tell you how big you are when you're pregnant, (laughs) like you don't
1: know. Or are there two in there (laughs) or when you're about to pop or, you know, whatever it, it, it may be be in that way and some of it i think here in the south we are just um a little bit more friendly than sometimes we should be with people or strangers that we don't we don't have that sort of connection with just out of our own culture which can be fine and you can laugh that off and move it on but the part to me that kind of stands out it's like oh when your friends are counting on you to show up and you don't know the words or the ways to do that. That's when I feel like it's just all around kind of sad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with, um, more women being open about either their rainbow babies or maybe their miscarriages, there's a lot of women who suffer with that in silence because they don't, they don't know how to ask for help with that. And then you have your friends who don't know how to come to you with sort of the kindness that, You deserve during that time. So with that specific one, when it comes to like miscarriages or infertility, what were some of the things that women said they would love to have heard?
3: I think the biggest thing is, um, again, the silence, I think, is hurtful. And so it's just saying something, even if even if the saying is, hey, I don't know what to say right now. This is awful. I don't know how to make it better but I'm here with you mm-hmm. and I'm here for you and I see you and I'm grieving with you. I think just kind of that solidarity of knowing that like you're in this with them. Like they don't have to go through it alone. And I think the thing that um the I, and again I got lots of stories of these so everybody's was a little different but an overall theme was people didn't want to be told like well it'll happen. You you know you'll get pregnant next time or like it's going to happen because you don't know if it's going to happen. It might not. And I think that that false hope, like, kind of could cause, like, some anger. You know, it's like, no, you don't know if it's going to happen, so don't act like you do. Um, So there was that. And then also um, whenever people would tell people, well, it just wasn't meant to be. It's like, well, they don't want to hear that. You know, And, and I think it's just kind of thinking through, like, am I just saying something because it's a cliche and it makes me feel better just to, Throw out this empty kind of like I'll be praying for you, almost. and yeah, it's
1: like, and shoot, if you said if you were actually praying for everyone, you said you'll be praying yeah, for you right. spend all your time, you know, in prayer. But we don't know what else to. Yeah, I think it was say. more
3: just like, don't throw out these empty cliches. Don't make promises that you can't keep. Just say, hey, this sucks. This is awful. But I love you and I'm here for you and like I just want to sit in this with you. Don't try to make it better. Just be there for them.
1: I love that. And just on um, the topic of miscarriage or infertility, I ran across uh, another author, um, Bailey Henry, who has w- written a wonderful book. I feel like if anyone has been struggling with that, um, it's having a baby and other things I'm bad at, which is one of those uh, titles where it kind of gets you, you you feel almost inappropriate for laughing, but she shares her own journey of uh, six miscarriages if you can imagine, uh, through humor, but then some practical tips and so um, I highly recommend that for families who, who feel like they, um, are living or, or walking that journey in terms of infertility. Um, but the best thing advice she gave, uh, me, uh, talking with her about it is show up for that family the same way you would show up if they would have had a full term, um, yeah, for a full term pregnancy. You know, take them dinner, cut the lawn, you know, if they have older kids, ask them if they can go for a play date, yeah. you know, you don't have to always have the right you know the perfect words to say because nothing can fix that kind of loss but you can definitely show up uh, still show up for your friends because they're still counting on you
3: yeah and there's some of that in there like uh, one girl I talked to did say that she was like I mean people were like let me know if you need anything and she's like but I don't want to like have to ask them to do stuff she said I really would have loved someone to just show up and wash all the dishes in my sink that I just couldn't wash because I was too depressed you know like she's like but I'm not going to ask somebody to do that so yeah just especially those friends that you're on that level with that you're really close with just just show up and help on the note of Bailey she was actually so we wrote this book before Bailey's book came out, and she was one of the people that responded and shared her story and her experience with me. Um, we're from the same hometown, ah! so we know each other. Full Circle <laughs> yeah, why so I'm glad uh, you brought her book up, uh, in uh, yes. Mississippi, yeah. which I was
1: asking you uh, before we got uh, kicked off here on Good Things about Paul's Pastry, yeah. who's been a friend of Good Things here. So, did you grow up enjoying
3: the king cakes and all the yummies? Yes, I told you, we, their their old Paul's Pastry establishment was like connected to this little like quick stop by my momma's house. And so we would. That was after school. We would walk over and get a treat. And so now they're big time and have their own place. And
1: I can't tell you the excitement here at the studio when one time they shipped us king cakes for Mardi Gras season uh, because we had them on good things to sort of share about. And the rise of their success because they still just seem seem like you know so many other Mississippi entrepreneurs stay very humble and true to their craft. But then the world takes notice, and yeah. it becomes kind of like a whirlwind. And I think too, I mean, you've had such such success, Emily, with your books. Words are like magic. Did you did you have any idea it would strike a chord with women the way that it
3: has? No, I mean, I hoped that it would. Um, I, Like I said, I think the cool part about this book and really the unique thing about it is it's not like just my words. Like I did write the poems, but each one is based on experiences from women who have gone through because I have not gone through every single thing in the book. And so I I hope that each poem has a lot of heart and a lot of depth to it, because for each one, I did read these messages from women who had experienced these things. And I asked questions and I I talked to some of them on the phone and I, you know, texted back and forth with some to really get a full picture of what it feels like to go through this and what could make it a little more bearable. And so um, I, I think that might have something to do with why so many women felt seen and felt like they were represented in the book because it wasn't just me assuming I knew what they felt like. It was me interpreting real women's experiences who had gone through these things so that they do understand what it is
1: And not like. all of them are as um sorrowful as no, some are lighthearted and fun Lighthearted <laughs> and fun and we'll get into some of that and more coming up next here on good things
2: <laughs> This show was previously
4: recorded From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 51. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, all the way down to 25. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 49. And for your Saturday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 67. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
3: Why does Walgreens offer copays as low as $0 and 90 day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24 7 and one click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 copays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete
0: details.
2: Since 1935, the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson has been serving the freshest seafood to generations of Jacksonians. It's a Mississippi landmark. Redfish, snapper, crab, oysters, fried, grilled, broiled, or blackened, all fresh and waiting for you. Don't forget our world-famous comeback dressing. A gift card and a bottle of our salad dressing, the perfect year-round gift. The Mayflower opens Tuesday through Friday for lunch and dinner, Saturday dinner only. BYOB. 123
4: West Capitol Street You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat so we're going to use humor but we don't want to insult your intelligence, so nothing too goofy, and we need to avoid any polarizing topics oh, and it has to be about how you can save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive, you know what maybe humor is a bad idea yeah, it's never going to work Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.
1: Have you ever wondered why eyeglasses cost so much? The eyewear industry has been dominated by a single company that's kept prices artificially high. Yikes. Warby Parker was created to change that. They design and produce their own eyewear and then sell it directly to you for a fraction of the price warby parker's high quality glasses start at just 95 dollars, including your prescription try five pairs of frames for free go to warbyparker.com to pick your five frames to try on at home for free that's warbyparker.com
5: this is ben shapiro reminding you to listen to the ben shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m here on 97.3 Super Talk jackson
2: this show was previously recorded
1: Good Things wants to remind you there's an adventure awaiting here in Mississippi. So take some time to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can listen to Good Things on supertalk.fm and the Super Talk Mississippi app. We hope to know hope you know that the best way to listen to the show each day is always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, which you can get anywhere across the great state. And today you get Emily Moore. She is an author, an entrepreneur, a mother, and her book is titled Words Are Like Magic, which I love because here on Good Things Emily, we know that there needs to be sprinkles of light throughout the day, right? I mean, you can get wrapped up in talking about the negative things or, you know, some of the harder things that are going on in the world. But here, you know, we like to use our words and our guests to sort of point to the more positive things. And so, I do think that we, we need to be more, um, careful about our words, I think, in today's sort of climate. And I do know in part of your, um, contents of, of, to help, uh, people show up for their friends who may not think the way that they do. I saw where one, and we're not going to go into different political views here. We stay <laughs> very far away from politics here <laughs> on good things for a very good reason. But I love this where you can still have, positive things to say or show up for other friends when maybe, you know, you do have different political views. I'm curious without going into one side or the other, what were some of the, what was some of the feedback that you got from, from people about how they want friends of the opposite side of the fence to approach them?
3: I think the biggest thing on that one is um, to listen more than you talk. Um, And, To not go in with assumptions or any extreme, putting people in a box like, well, you believe this, so you must also believe this because you don't know. And so just giving people the benefit of a doubt and the opportunity to explain, well, here's why I believe this, because it's really I've just learned from conversation. I mean, you know, the last election year was just really hard for everybody because it was very easy to say, well, I'm on this side, or I'm on that side. But the truth is, a lot of us, I think, fall more in the middle somewhere, and you just end up having to pick vote a one way or the other and pick a side. But you may not align with everything associated they don't with have that. An it's
1: complicated, but right, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you vote, which they totally should. <laughs> yeah, so um,
3: I think that yeah, the biggest thing is just like going into conversations and saying, okay, well, like. You believe this. Can you tell me kind of why you believe that? And, and can we just have a conversation about it? And then truly listening to them and being open to that. Um, that was a big thing for me this last election year was just to stop myself because it's so easy to especially with social media and you see a post and write someone off because of something they say and then to be like, well, you know, what, I'm going to like ask them about this, you especially about someone it, that yeah. you love and care about. Like your relationship with them is worth so much more than an election. Like. These politicians don't know you. They're not going to be a part of your life, but that friend or family member is. And so it's worth taking the time to figure this out. Like, you love them for a reason. Clearly, they're not a horrible person because they're in your life. So let's talk to them about why they believe this way. And
1: I think when you do that and you break down those uh, walls or those barriers to have those conversations, those honest conversations you'll realize at the end of the day most of us want the same things for everybody I mean we want uh, safety we want freedom we want prosperity we want all the things and so just taking a moment to realize what perspective someone's coming from versus you know how they're trying to just hurt me or take something away from me um, I think if more people did that it would really diffuse a whole lot that's sort of going on this way and I think sometimes you don't know what to say like you don't know how to start those conversations so and uh, I think that's a good a good um reason to to pick up this book and sort of read through it because lord knows it looks like we're going through another cycle coming up soon
3: i will say on that note i don't think you have to have the the political conversations with everybody oh you know sure it's definitely but for the people that like you love and are a big part of your life i think those conversations are important I don't think you have to get into it with every person on the planet. I don't think you have to get into it with every person that comments on your Facebook post. <laughs> um, but for the people that are near and dear to you, I think it's important to understand where each other's coming from.
1: Agreed. I like that. I will underscore that for for sure. Let's go to a happier note. Okay, The, <laughs> entrepreneur, the entrepreneur friend, which I think is good because there's so many because of the last couple of years um, with the pandemic, many people have transitioned and shifted and maybe they're rethinking about um, opening small businesses or maybe uh, pivoting and trying to branch out on their own or doing something new and creative because you know we've been shown life's too short or maybe we've just been sort of pushed into a direction of of change that we didn't know what was coming. so with the with the friend who's the entrepreneur, what what was the feedback you got from that, Emily?
3: The biggest one with that is just support, support, support. I mean, of course, you know, if there's red flags or things, you know, that you're worried about, you can voice that. But also just like cheer them on and be there, help them figure out Whether a you way think to it's make a good it happen idea or not. I yeah, think, yeah, and then also just like when they're open, like buy their stuff, like and and don't the biggest thing. And there's a line in there about it, but don't ask for a discount because you're their friend. Like if you believe in them and want to support them. Like, they may give you a discount, but offer to pay the full price and really show them that, like, you believe in what they're doing. And so I think that's maybe that's another big Mississippi thing, too, in the South is, like, we're all family. And it's like, oh, come on, give me that, like, your photographer friend. You're like, hey, give me, can, can you come, you know, take pictures of my family, like, for a discounted rate or blah, blah, blah. But if you really believe in what they're doing and value their time, like, offer to pay them as if you weren't a friend or family member and just really show them, like, you believe in them and you want to support them.
1: Right. And I think to um, not having the past, sometimes I think we accidentally have passive aggressive responses to other people's dreams and visions because we are either still grieving the fact that we, you know, didn't take the steps, you know, to get to where we wanted or we're not living the life that we we had imagined. And so our own hurts and sort of Um, disappointments in our own life can sometimes be projected onto those who are trying and they don't need your baggage. Right.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, look, starting a business is hard. Like, I've, I've done it. Like, it's not easy. There's all, there's enough challenges. You just need people in your corner, like, that believe in you, um, and that are going to support you through that. And, yeah, just, just cheer them on and, and let them know that you believe in them.
1: And you open that door, Emily, because you are also a mother and an entrepreneur. You just started your own small business a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago, about the same time, a few years a f- ago, a, f- yeah. a few years ago with a, with a book. And, you know, we're big on trying to talk about work life balance and especially with the working mom, with being a working mom. I mean, how do you juggle all of that? I don't. No.
3: <laughs> I don't That's very well. That's a fair question. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, I, I own, War media group, a marketing agency that is uh, a few years old. We've got a few little team members now, and we're just growing. I told you we got a new office in Fondren in the Jackson area. And so um, it's, as the business grows and my family grows, I have a six-month-old baby, so we still, you know, added our second child. I have uh, two-and-a-half-year-old and six-month-old, so This was a big year of growth for like adding a team member to more media, adding a baby to our family. Like everything's kind of growing at the same time. So that's been kind of difficult to navigate, figuring out how to give 100 percent attention to both things, which I think is the big dilemma. Even if you don't own a business, just being a working mom, that's the dilemma is how do I give all the attention to my work? And all the attention to my family and all the attention to myself to take care of myself, too. And so, like, that's hard, I think, for everyone. Um, I don't have a solution. It's just, um, I think, realizing that you can't do it all perfectly all the time. And it's okay, like, to drop the ball every now and then. Um, Just make sure it's not, like... A super important ball <laughs> there's there's a something i read an article one time about like some of the balls are glass and some are rubber or something Do you know what i'm talking I about i don't know but that sounds great well it's, it's like about juggling well, you know and it's it, it I, this is not mine i read it somewhere but i it stuck with me it's about kind of trying to juggle everything and it's like you're going to drop some balls sometimes and so make yeah. sure it's like the rubber ones and not the glass ones. so i think it's just prioritizing like these are the important work things that i have to get right these are the important family things that i have to get right and this are the things that if they mess up, that's okay. Like we're all going to make mistakes and we're all imperfect. And I think just learning to kind of roll with that when it happens and make the best of it. The holidays were a great time. to um, I, I wrote a post about it last week. Just like having, you know, we have these expectations for what we want the holidays to be with our family. And it's this picture perfect thing, you know, and, and we, we know what it. it's going to be like when we go pick up. Mine was about the tree. When we go pick out the tree and. Our two-and-a-half-year-old is just going to love it and want to pick it out and come home and decorate it with us and all these sweet memories. And the day just wasn't like that for us. Like, it was cold and dreary, and she was mad because the Christmas trees weren't purple. They were green. She didn't like that they weren't purple. So she threw a fit when we got there. When we got home, she didn't want to decorate. And so I I just kind of was like, oh, and then the whole tree fell over. That's (laughs) after we were done. But it was just kind of like this post about, you know, None of it went the way I wanted it to, and I was so frustrated. But then I realized, like, I can't curate the memories. Like, before they ever happen, I can't perfectly plan out how they're going to happen and expect it to work out that way every time because it's just not going to that's the memory that we have from this Christmas. It'll always be the year that the trees weren't purple and the tree collapsed in our living room.
1: <laughs> yep, I can, I can be with you right there with that for our second's first birthday. Um, a beautiful smash cake going in for the pitcher, doing whatever. And then my husband's arm moves and before the kid can even blow out the candle, the cake just. Whoosh, no. <laughs> And I just remember, like, looking at him because everybody was singing. Everybody was, like, you know, standing around for, like, that special moment. And it was, it just, but you know what? Like, I didn't strangle him, (laughs) which is a miracle. (laughs) And we all, everyone busted out laughing because it really was funny. Yeah. And we've talked about it and reminisced on it and laughed on that more now than we probably ever would have with, with the perfect... You know, uh, birthday kind of curated kind of moment. So yeah. sometimes it it is those uh, those balls that drop that yeah. that end up being the best uh, the best memories. We've got more for you here on Good Things with Emily Moore coming up next. Time letting you know.
2: This show was previously recorded. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world the citizens bank was making life better in mississippi communities now we're in every corner of the state changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders more product choices and always the latest in digital banking after over a century changing to local sounds better and better member fdic are you having sewer and drain problems call the experts roto-rooter since 1934 roto-rooter plumbing has been fixing small home disasters Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto Rooter 601 353 3333.
4: That's 601 353 3333. Call Roto Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto Rooter. Make sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Cross Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi.
1: Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients. And for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today. 601-944-5585. Getting your guaranteed maximum refund
0: with Taxlayer feels like... Discovering a refund tree has grown in your backyard. I'm the refund tree. Sawing off its branches, feeding them through a wood chipper, my branches,
5: my beautiful branches,
0: and dancing in its refund rain. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. Tax file
2: fearlessly. I'm JT Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. Just in, the House has approved a plan to redraw the state's four congressional districts. The vote was split 76 to 42 in favor of Republicans. Senator Scott Delano tells us the Senate will take it up next week.
4: And there's guidelines that have to be followed, and I think that both committees in the House and the Senate have worked really hard to make sure that they've put forward the best plan that's available, and I know there will always be. Debate on on uh, with other viewpoints, but you know sure. it's a plan that's that, that meets all the criteria. It's a fair plan. The third district, represented by Michael Guest,
2: is seating the entire southwest corner to Benny Thompson. Thompson's second district lost around sixty-five thousand people after the last census. To view the map, log on to supertalk.fm. And Mississippi has a new Homeland Security Director. According to DPS Commissioner Sean Tindall, Baxter Kruger will be heading the department from here on out. Beforehand, Kruger served as an Assistant United States Attorney for the Southern District of Mississippi's Criminal Division.
1: Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses drawing in an expertise and multiple whole life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit treatment.com for more information one place
5: many solutions one of the things i enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result the fish on the truck headed to the plant i like that because we raised a good product with a with a good team and a good uh, result from from all the hard work that we've done i'm terry Cruz, and i'm proud to be your 2020 arkansas catfish farmer of the year we all have to eat so if you're going to eat eat u.s farm-raised catfish
2: This show was previously recorded.
1: In Mississippi, so make sure you take some time to go to mississippi.org to find out more. You can get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. That's the Gallo Show, Middays with Jared Gibbert, us here on Good Things, as well as Sports Talk along with your favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, Eagle Hour and many more. So just make sure wherever you listen to podcasts, you search for Super Talk and then you can hit subscribe and never miss a show because you won't want to miss anything that we've got coming up with Miss Emily more. we continue our conversation. She's an author, an entrepreneur, and a mom. And Emily, I love how during the break you said, Oh, maybe I didn't handle that question well, of balancing it all. But I think you did because I think all of us, moms, working moms, and dads, I have to give credit where credit's due. A lot of dads try to juggle their careers now and showing up for families, family time as well. You know, there isn't a perfect formula for it, or we'd have already figured it. We'd already figured it out. And I think if you're someone who's trying to figure it out, you're probably... Doing better than those who are not. Well,
3: that's. What I think it's all. It's just trying. It's just getting up every day and trying and saying, like, I'm going to give all I can to work. I'm going to give all I can to my kids. I'm going to give all I can to my family. You know, my family and and take care of myself. And that's the best we can do. Just- <laughs> and in your book, words are
1: like magic. One of the last bits is to your friend who doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. I feel like <laughs> let me flip to page sixty. <laughs> How should someone talk to themselves and sort of their and sort of their friends? How I mean of all the other um, topics of conversation from a pregnant friend to political views to infertility, you know, those kind of things, divorce, depression, I feel like those are common topics Mm -hmm. that get taught. I mean, maybe they don't get talked about in the right way, which is why you address them in words are like magic. But but this one, the one where the friend who feels a little confused, self-doubt, or she doesn't really know what to do with her hands, how did that one wind up on your list? Of- that,
3: that's a very personal one for me. I think that I, I've i always been that, that girl. Um, I think in college, I changed my major five times. Uh, I've bounced around career-wise before I started my own company. I mean, that's finally why I did just start my own company, because I couldn't find where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. Um, and I think... You know, every time I found somebody else that kind of had that, I guess, like, wandering spirit of, like, just never really felt settled and was always trying new things, it just felt so good to talk to somebody. Because sometimes it seems like, especially when you're in college and right out of college, um, and still now, I mean, I feel like I meet people, but in those those younger years, it definitely seems like so many people know, like, well, I want to be a nurse. I always wanted to be a nurse or I want to be a teacher. I I just always knew I wanted to do that. And I almost felt like something was wrong with me because I didn't know and I couldn't figure it out and I wanted to do more than just one thing and that was complicated because there weren't a lot of people saying those same things. And so I think just I wanted to write that because so many people I've met through the years that are going through the same thing, it always made me feel so seen and understood to talk to somebody else that just wasn't quite sure or that maybe didn't want to do the same thing forever, maybe wanted to kind of bounce around and try different things. So that one was a more personal, I just felt very misunderstood until I started realizing there were other people that felt that way. And so I just wanted to um write that one for anybody who is kind of in that season
1: the career perspective i think semi i think some of it's generational emily because like even for me i'm 38 but both my dad and my mother has my mother still is at the same job but she's been there for over 40 years my dad was in um until he retired he was at the same location same career path for 40 45 years i think and here i am i'm like yeah not I, you know I've, I've bounced around thank God I you know I've, I've stayed loyal to my husband <laughs> yeah.
3: that's what I always and tell my husband I'm like you're the only, only thing I haven't changed my changed mind about, about. <laughs> um but I
1: can definitely you know feel that you know you're uh, you know I'm a, a registered dietitian by trade which thought that would be what I always going to do and now look at me I'm here with you on good things hosting you know um uh, radio which I I also enjoy so yeah I get yeah. that I can get that sort of spirit and I feel like you know, um, there are a lot of, especially during this particular time who are kind of wanderers when it comes to trying to figure out their place in the world. Okay. So when you went for feedback for that, were you shocked that there are more I mean, professional drifters? If I, that's the
3: right kind of terminology? I like that terminology. Um, I wasn't shocked. I, I, I think I was very encouraged. I mean, I guess it was a little surprising, but it was more like I knew they were out there. It was just nice to finally like hear people say like, I don't know what I want to do either. And people who are like pretty established in their careers being like, yeah, I mean, I like this, but I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life, you know, or, or maybe I want to do this and something else too. And that like, you know, you can do that or finding other creative outlets for different passions that you have. So I guess it it was not necessarily surprising. It was more just like, encouraging to be like i knew they were there and it was like affirmation i guess that like other people think this way too it's okay to want to do multiple things um like i said maybe that's changing careers or maybe it's you know starting a cut like you or found a way to do both you know and so like i just think and i feel like i try to do it like writing is a passion of mine and so i do that but so is like entrepreneurship so, like i love running more media group and Um, There are other things I want to do, and and I'll find ways to do those, too. But I think just encouraging to, like, know that there are others out there that do that, too.
1: So going back to, like, the purpose of your book, Words Are Like Magic, it's helping others show up for that particular loved one. And I'm thinking now more, like, parents and family members of us professionally, professional drifters. Yeah. (laughs) What I mean, if you are – I mean, the holidays are behind us, but the next family gathering is coming up, and we all know – You know, the person who maybe has had several jobs or going back to college for a new degree or whatever it is, what do they want to hear? What did you hear from those that said, oh, yes, that's me? They raised their hand. What what do they want other than to hear pick something and get settled?
3: Not that um, I think it's the kind of the, uh, along the same lines as the entrepreneur poem. It's just that support and encouragement and being a cheerleader for them. Like this is our one life, you know. You don't want to make somebody feel stifled and like they have to pick something and say in it. or or if they're already in something and not happy, just telling them to push through. Like just kind of encouraging them to explore things and find something that they get excited about and passionate about. Like we should love the work that we do. Um, we were kind of talking before the show, and I just was telling you I feel like. You know, we are meant to do work and to accomplish things. I don't think we're intended to just sit around all day and do nothing. Like we we're meant to have ambitions and goals and to work, but I think we're meant to love that work too. And I think that if you're doing work that you don't love, it's okay to explore other things. And that's what they just need that affirmation to know that like it's okay to try a different career or to start a side business. You know, if you're really passionate about something and want to start a little side hustle, that's so popular right now. Everybody's doing it like with the way social media works. It's so easy to kind of just start small and maybe it will grow into something, but they just need encouragement and acceptance from friends and family. And permission. Yeah.
1: I mean, not that they need your permission. I know that can be kind of a stifling um, vision as well, but like, you know, for me, with my parents, uh, who both had very traditional job trajectories, right, one employer, one job over several decades, retirement, all the things, they've been nothing but supportive of as long as I'm not asking them to pay my pay my yeah. bill <laughs> 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 or child care, you know, whatever, as long as I'm figuring out how to, you know, take care of myself, which I also have a supportive husband. But but any time I decided to do something different, I mean, my you know, I would always just get – Not that I needed their permission, but it's kind of like they just gave me that nod of
3: like, well, you go do you and figure it out. And, um, you know, you'll you'll bounce back, whatever happens. Well, and to know and this is kind of what you're saying, like and it says this in the poem that their worth is not in what they do. You know, it's in who they are. And so I think like that's the biggest thing you can give somebody like the biggest gift you can give somebody to say, yeah, go chase your dreams, go do whatever you want to do. But I'm going to love you either way. Like if you stay where you're at. I don't think you're unsuccessful now. I love you, you know, for who you are right now where you are. But if you want to give that up and go try something else, and if you fall on your face, I still love you just as much. I think just letting them know that, like, they don't have to accomplish anything to be worthy in your eyes.
1: Which I think is a huge gift um, to give and also to give your kids if you're listening to Good Mm -hmm. Things. Maybe they're moving in to now, I guess, their spring semester or they're looking at graduation and then they're going to college this, you know, coming up fall it would just be, you know, letting them know that you, you know, you don't have their life planned out for them, and it's okay if they change their majors. I did mine; I changed from I went into Southern Miss in marketing, um, thought I was going to be a buyer for like Saks Fifth Avenue, which is crazy when you look at the fact that like my yeah that would have never worked. Um, and then you know went into being a dietitian, which was a complete you know three sixty there my sophomore year. So um, and my parents supported me with that, of course, my dad by then he's paying for school so he, he was a little like you may want to pick something and just <laughs> graduate um, yeah. but at the same time I just think our our kids need to have the prep that permission as well to sort of find what they're passionate about and too so many listening you know if you if you realize if covid made you realize that your career path wasn't for you it's okay like you I'm giving you permission to maybe find a trade or to do you know go in a completely different direction yeah You don't have to stay on that one path if it's not giving giving you everything you you know that that you deserve.
3: Right. Like we should all find fulfillment in our work. And if you're not, it's okay to look and see if there's maybe something else you could try. Like I said, you only get one shot to do this. So one shot. (laughs) We only got one more shot with
1: (laughs) Emily Moore, and we will dive into that coming up next here on Good Things.
2: This show was previously recorded.
0: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
2: Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till
3: noon.
5: This is the closing agar market report. At the close of the near cotton exchange, March cotton was down 156 to 114.72. May cotton was down 133 to 112.28. Close the Chicago Board of Trade. March soybeans were down seven and a half to 1387 and a quarter per bushel. May soybeans were down seven cents to 1396 per bushel. March corn was up one and a half to 603 three quarters per bushel. May corn was up one and three quarters to 604 and a half per bushel. The market deal, February live cattle was up 10 cents to 137.35. April live cattle was up 50 to 142.45. March feeders up 110 to 167.27. April feeders up 130 to 171.07. And that's this hour. The Dow Jones is down 123 points, 36,283. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
4: The Mississippi Lottery is introducing a new daily draw game.
5: It's called Cash 4.
4: And if you know how to play Cash 3, you know how to play Cash 4. It's just that easy. You can play for 50 cents or a dollar with winnings from $100 all the way up to $5,000. And you can play every day with drawings at the same time as Cash 3. Cash 4 begins January 10th. Play Cash 4 and win more. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Overlook Farms.
3: Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A
0: minute? (laughs) I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently.
3: If now's not a good time...
0: Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got?
2: Oh, we've got
1: barbecue, jalapeno...
0: Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: This show was previously recorded. <laughs>
1: getaway everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org there's a ton of content too from supertalk mississippi on our new youtube channel so just search supertalk mississippi on youtube or go to supertalk.fm YouTube. don't forget, it is free to subscribe, and you can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course, the good things. We're rounding out today with our new friend, Emily Moore. She is author, wife, entrepreneur, but I love her book, Words Are Like Magic. I hope you have come to the realization that they are, and this is a cute book, I feel like, for... Every girlfriend, obviously, and maybe boys shouldn't buy it for their girlfriends. I don't know. <laughs> it definitely is like a girlfriend-y kind of book, yeah. sorority kind of gift-giving book. Um, it would be, you know, that kind of uh, birthdays, kind of special um, gift basket kind of thing. Um, maybe you see a different target audience, but I think it's, it's written for... The ladies in mind, correct?
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We uh, with I guess, in the new, you know, Christmas has just passed. But like last year, it was uh, pretty popular for like Mother's Day and graduation gifts. And, you know, it is very much a woman to woman. I'm here for you. I see you. I love you. Here's a gift. Here's a gift for sure.
1: And then also, I think mothers could gift this to um, young girls, Mm -hmm. maybe not as young as mine is nine, although we already are talking about. Um, you know, your words matter, but she doesn't have friends that are going through some of the content yeah, that's yet. in here. Not but yet. I'm thinking like, you know, older, I, I, going off to college, that kind of thing, just sort of reminding them as you go and start making those friendships. Well, I believe a lot of our friendships, you know start at young age many of you still have friends where from high school and all i feel like a lot of your real connected friends happen in college or at Mm -hmm. least those years and so man this book would be really helpful just to go ahead and prepare you as your as your um kids friends transition throughout their lives as well
3: i mean not all the issues but like you know depression anxiety like those things there, there are topics in there that could be helpful during that season for sure
1: what have you learned through this process emily about words
3: I mean, I think, like I said at the beginning, just the power of our words. That's why I went with the title Words Are Like Magic. I didn't want it to feel like a book of like, here's all the things you shouldn't say to someone. It's more just like your friends need you to show up. They need you to say something. And your words have so much power. They really can be magical. Like they can really make somebody feel seen and loved and known. And we should use them. And you don't have to fix it. No, no, it's not about like saying the perfect thing to make things better because most of these situations you can't make things better. It's more just about letting them know I'm here with you and speaking up and saying something so that they feel seen.
1: So they feel seen and they can feel heard. Where can we get it?
3: Uh, like com. You can order online. Um, if you're local to the Jackson area, it is at Thimble Press and Lemuria and Fondren and Fine, um, James and Lee and Clinton, a few other local places, but uh, wordsarelikemagic.com. You can just go online, order it, and we'll ship it right to your house. So what's your next book? You want to debut that here <laughs> on Good Things, Miss <laughs> Emily? I would like to, no. <laughs> um, I, I do hope to do another. Uh, work's really busy right now. Like I said, we have a six-month-old baby, too, so maybe not immediately, um, but I would I would love to do another one, uh, maybe something along these same lines of, like, the illustrated gift book type of thing, um, and maybe one day something longer and maybe more, you know, more like a long sit-and-read book. But who knows? I, I hope to write more. I hope to do more books, but... Well, I
1: think you picked one of the hardest formats ever, which is rhymes and 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 all the things. Well, did you grow up writing poetry or sort of rhythms and rhymes? Or? Just
3: for fun. I love it. I love children's books. Even before I had kids, I've just always, like, always had a love for children's books. I think they just sometimes can take really hard, heavy topics and make them presentable, like, in a way that is not as scary. And so that was kind of the hope with these rhymes, is that it would take some of the stuff that's hard to talk about and make it not feel as heavy or as as scary to talk about as it is. Um and then the illustrations, like I said, that Kristen did just really make it feel it's cheesy, but like we wanted the book to feel like a big hug, like when you read it, and not this like scary manual of here's what to say and here's what not to say, but just like a, hey, you can do this. Go love your friends. Here's what you need to do.
1: And you know what? And if you don't know what to say, then give a hug. I mean, I think what I took from this conversation with you today um, more than anything, Emily, is just to reminding me that my my friends are counting on me to show up during their hard hard spaces or during their hard times and sometimes we shy away from them because we just don't know what to say but that's not an excuse you can still tell them you don't know what to say you can pick up this book and maybe curate something you know uh better to say but just know that yeah your words are like magic and i love at the end or on the back of the book you say we all want the same thing at the end of the day which is to be to know that we are loved in a meaningful way and Mm -hmm. i thought man that's it
3: yeah and that's, you know, that was kind of the whole heart behind the book is like, how can we equip people to just better love their friends and family and be there for them? And so that's what we tried to do with this book. Well, words
1: are light magic. I thought this conversation was magical. So thank you for your time, Emily. But you guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next here on Super Talk. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 with your good things. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
0: Good for you.
5: Here good things for you. Here good things
2: for you. This show was previously
0: recorded.